Welcome to Accented the Podcast, where the audience gets to hear a real conversation from real people who use real English. It might sound ordinary, but the stories the guest shares are extraordinary. Each episode features an interview with someone who has a distinct English accent, which will help with your English comprehension in the real world. Today, you'll be hearing from Sam, who is a personal trainer and an actor from Iraq. Hello, everyone. It's quite an exciting time here in Sydney because we are finally out of lockdown. This week, I was able to go to my day job. So a day job is what I usually do for a living. And my day job was to my school where I teach students English as a second language. I was actually able to see them in person after 15 weeks of working from home. So I know Australia was the envy of many people from all over the world because we actually didn't really experience a lockdown And then it caught up with us in Sydney. Unfortunately, those people from Melbourne had a much longer lockdown. And my guest today is actually from Sydney as well. And I conducted the interview while we were both in lockdown. Sam, my guest, he is originally from Iraq and... He is an Iraqi refugee. He went to Turkey for about three and a half years, nearly four years, while he was waiting for a visa to go to a safer country. So while he was in Turkey, he was basically in a lockdown like what we have experienced this year and last year. I was very impressed to hear such wisdom from a young person and just listening to this episode has actually taught me a lot of things and to really appreciate each day that we have, whether it's in lockdown or not, we can always find the good in everything. Before we get started, I want to go through some vocabulary and Sam mentions that he is a personal trainer. A personal trainer is somebody who helps you with your fitness and they can organize a plan or some sort of sport that you're going to do in your daily life. And you might see a personal trainer once a week, a couple of times a week. So they're there to motivate you and to help you with your fitness from day to day. Sam mentions that he was inspired by his PDHPE teacher. Now that is an acronym for a subject that is taught in Australian schools and it stands for personal development, health and physical education. So while Sam was at school, his PDHPE teacher really inspired him to want to study further about fitness and personal training. I love how Sam mentions that the little things matter. This is quite a common phrase in English when people say that the little things matter and it's thinking about things in your day every day that are little wins 
we say that they are little wins, as in you wake up and you have a nice breakfast with your family or with your friends. You go to school or you go to work and you smile at someone. It's these little things that make your day great instead of always focusing on the big picture. And when we say big picture, it's always chasing or looking for something better or something to be successful. And I think it's really important that we focus on those little things outside the trees, the flowers, someone smiling at you. It's really important and quite wise when we focus on those little things in our lives rather than always focusing on the bigger things. One last thing before I go on with the interview. Towards the end of the interview, Sam mentions his B plan, or sometimes we call that a plan B. And that means that when you have a plan B, it's usually a contingency plan or it's your secondary plan. So say if plan A, you are that's what you want to do. That is your first plan. And if it doesn't work out, we say that you have something to fall back on. And that is your plan B. And that's where Sam mentions that his plan A is to be an actor and his plan B is to be a personal trainer. So he has two things that he loves doing and he's making sure that if his first plan doesn't work out, that he's got a second plan to fall back on. Today's episode, I am speaking with Sam who lives in Sydney, Australia. He has just finished high school and he's only been here for four years. He's come from Turkey and before that, he is originally from Iraq. Welcome, Sam. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me today with your podcast. Yeah, so you've just finished high school. This is your first year out. Mm -hmm. And you were just telling me that you are studying to be a personal trainer. Yep. So I basically finished high school about eight months ago. And then as soon as I finished high school, as soon as I graduated and finished year 12, I started my certificate three in fitness. Why are you passionate about sport and fitness? I mean, uh, to me, like, always have always been very important to me. Like, it, I built, you know, like, I've always thought health is really important for myself and for others. I always, like, I, I really had a bad experience or bad health. You can say I wasn't that healthy when I was in Turkey because all I did in, for three and a half years in Turkey was literally laying in my bed, watching videos, watching movies. That's all I did for three and a half years. The only time I left the house was just to buy groceries, get a haircut. And I used to go out with my friend once or twice a month. That's the only time I left the house. The rest of the time, the rest of the day, I used to lay in bed, wake up at 2 p.m., wake up at 3 p.m., stay awake all night long watching, playing. So that's why, like, I, as soon as I arrived to Australia, I was like, oh, you know, I, I was in PHP class at the English Center. And then I was like, oh, that's really good, you know, like being healthy, having those fitness and stuff. So that's how I got hooked into it. Wow. So it was your experience here in Australia. Yes, mostly. Yeah. I would say my PhD teacher, hundred percent. And so while you were in Turkey, 
So I guess you were sort of waiting to come to Australia. Is that why you were there? Uh, yeah. So basically, as soon as we left our home country, Iraq, we stayed in Turkey until our papers, like, you know, completed and, and we got the visa to Australia. We, we were first, we were about to go to uh, USA through the UN, but it didn't work out. And then my uncle here in Australia, he did our forms, he did our papers, and he did like a hard job to get us into Australia. And it happened after three and a half years of waiting. And we were very happy, like the whole time, the whole three and a half years, it was just us. Yeah, when are we leaving? When are we leaving? We just want to leave. You know, it wasn't very happy moments there. No, of course, that that longing. I know we're so much luckier here. This pandemic is not great for a lot of people. Yeah, it's not at all. But it kind of like gave me a really good experience, like, you know, like, because, sorry, because the lockdown has been kind of the same out, you know, I felt like in Turkey for three and a half years, it was, I got used to it. So now the lockdown is not that different from, you know, from my three and a half years stay in Turkey. So it's kind of the same. So I got adapt to it, I adapt to it. And it kind of feels normal, you can say. I think what's hard is people to not know when borders are going to be open again and when we can visit family or, mm. you know, my husband's French and it's very difficult for him to not know when we can go back and see his parents. Yeah, true. All you can do, the only thing that you can do is just wait, wait, wait. And just it's really give you the strength to, you know, like be – patient about everything you know be patient in life in general like you know like teaches you something teaches you a lesson to wait you know and wait for the right moment like wait until things work out you know some very wise words from someone who's just left um high school yeah so so I, i don't know if you know but i'm 21 as well like i was very i was very lucky to finish high school at the age of 20 i was the oldest so I was one of the oldest. My friend was my best friend was the oldest, and I managed to become the school captain, which is it was one of my goals at the time. Like I was very happy, but you know, like life teaches you lessons every day, and you have to learn from it. I guess. Yeah, you do. And so you finished high school. You were the school captain, and mm-hmm. I. What was this news article written about you giving back to the community? So that article started. So basically my principal, she saw that I was doing a lot of things in the community and she was like, oh, Sam, like you, I've noticed that you've been doing a lot of work and the, uh, the lockdown hasn't been t- treating anybody well. So I was like, oh, I'm going to invite the news because they wanted to, like I told them we have a high student and he's been doing a lot of work in the community and all that. And then the news came and then they asked me questions. So basically, I just told them, like, you know, what I've been doing for the past three years or so, for the past three years at the time. So as soon as I arrived to Australia, I was introduced to many organizations in the area and Fairfield City Council. So one of the organizations were CORE and START. Those are organizations that help immigrants and and youth in general. They take them on excursions, they take them on camps, they take them on a lot of, you know, fun activities for young people. So I got, I saw how good they were treating me in the beginning. Like I was new to Australia, you know, they got me into boxing class for free. They got me into those activities. So 
I was like, oh, like I never had those stuff in my in my own country. So like, you know, I was very happy about it. You know, like it's like a, a little kid having everything, you know. So I got very into it and I was like, oh, the least thing I can do for them to give back a little bit is to volunteer. So I started volunteering with Starts uh, for three years and I'm still volunteer with them. And then, yeah, that's how the whole article started. Like Sam giving back to the communities by volunteering with the Fairfield City Council and the Youth Advisory Committee and other organizations. Really nice that you had the time to give back and help those people who were in the same situation as yourself. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like, you know, the little, the little things matter. Especially like I get to work with people with the same situation as me. Like they, yeah, they've arrived newly to Australia. It's just a great way for me to kind of guide them and how to succeed. Like you know, and the one of the main reasons for me to become a school captain was you know just to show them like I can if I can do it, you can do it. Like because like the whole school, like my teacher, I remember I still remember the reaction on my teachers' faces. Some of them said, "Oh, you won't be able to do it. You won't be able." Like some some teachers doubted me. Some teachers said, "Oh, you will get a hundred percent." And when I got it, like most of the teachers came to me like, oh, I couldn't believe like you. When, when did you arrive to this school? I was like, oh, last year. And they're like, oh, you're already the school captain. Like they were very supportive about it. And the main reason for me is just to show like, you know, because our school has a lot of, you know, immigrant and uh, students from other countries that are here to study. It's just for me, it's a way for me to show them that they can do whatever they actually put their mind into it. Yeah, there's perseverance. This is yeah. incredible. You should be going and chatting to uh, going around to schools. It's very inspiring what you've done. I, I actually already did. I was able to get to one of the schools and talk about them, but it's a, it was a bit about a different topic. It was about mental health and about my own experience, basically. I was able to talk to your 10s and tell them about mental health and my experience and all that stuff. It was very nice. So would you say that your sport, like doing fitness, has helped your mental health issues? I mean, I like to me, like I've I've always been in control of myself, in control of my mental health. Like, you know, like I've always been you know, like, you know, had you can say really strong mental health. I had control. I I was aware of myself. I was aware of other people's like, you know, other people's mental health, you can say. I've always had friends like, you know, they were like a bit depressed, a bit of that and of that. I used to chat with them, like even in Turkey, like, you know, I used to, the, me, like the the way I stayed connected with other people in Turkey was through messaging and Twitter and social media. I was able to talk to a lot of people from America, from all around the world. I, I used to use translator to talk to Portuguese, like in Portuguese and other languages in Chinese, Japanese, all those, I used to use translate just to go that far to talk to people. And, you know, some of them had a really bad experiences, like worse than mine. So it was just kind of me, like, you know, figuring a way to help them and make them feel better about themselves. And, you know, like for me, like, you know, like I've had, you know, like, you know, you know, bad days, you know, we all have those bad days, but some people have bad days for a long period of time which is not good so it's just for me just I had to find a way to help other people so that's where I found you know exercising relief relieves your depression relieves a lot of bad feelings and gives you 
a really happy feeling about yourself. You know, it's so easy for people to give up learning a second language. Yeah. So what was it that was that kept you going? Uh, you can say my dreams. So I had a like I still have this dream. I've always wanted to be a be, uh, to become an actor, and I still do. So fitness and personal training is a secondary, is a B plan for me. It's uh, my A plan. You can say my first plan is to become an actor, and I've done theater for two years. I've done drama. I did my first short film, even though I was a secondary actor and like I wasn't. I was only in two scenes, but I was very proud about it. This year, you can say it's like kind of break a break from acting and that's why I was like oh instead of wasting the time because I'm done wasting time I did that in Turkey so that's why I was like oh let me start my first like my certificate three and four in fitness to become a personal trainer instead of sitting at home so those what kept me you know pushing and pushing to learn English because I was like I knew like the only way to succeed in acting and become a personal trainer and to achieve all my goals is to have a good English to have you know a good plan so that was my plan to learn English in the three and a half years. So have you performed in anything recently? Uh, recently, no. This year, uh, like I was supposed to, like when I was at the school, when I was still at school, I was going to the local theater, which is I was part of for two, two to three years. We used to perform, like make a play together as youth and make a play every term. So we used to perform every term. It's either in the local museum or in the actual theater where people used to come, like, you know, our family, friends, and people that work in the theater, they used to watch our play. But at the moment, no. Like, I, that's... And the, the short film that I did, like, with a company, it haven't came out yet, but I got to get to watch. Like, I watched it, which it was really good. So you found out in Turkey that you're not going to the USA. Yeah. And then how long after until you found out you were coming to Australia? Until last year. I was very upset about it, to be honest, because I, I, like, I was preparing for America for two and a half years or three. And then they were like, oh, because we made two, you know, like we went through the UN to go to America but our like our paperwork didn't go because we had another form for Australia. My uncle did another form for Australia, so they gave us the decision to like cancel one of them in order to proceed with the papers. So my like my family made the decision because we didn't have a lot of people in America, so we came to Australia. So I was preparing for America because like you know Hollywood is there, like everything was there, and then when I came to Australia, like only when we figured that we are going to Australia. Like I didn't know anything about Australia, so I had to do my research. I had to like, you know, find a couple of stuff about it. And then, I, you know, I had to adapt. But like, I'm very happy here. Like it, it, it's amazing. So I'm very happy that I, we came to Australia. It's destiny can say. It is difficult when um, you're planning something. And that was like me last year. I'm, I wasn't supposed to be here. We were moving to Canada and then the, the pandemic happened. And it's like it's it's hard to let go when you you've had all these dreams to oh wow we're going to do this we're going to do that and then all of a sudden it stops. It's not we're very grateful and very lucky that we're here in Australia, but it's yeah. also that ah oh, but we had yeah. all these dreams and plans. 
True. But like, you know, this is life. Nothing like not everything goes as planned. That's why that's why you have to find and adapt in the, you know, sudden, sudden changes in your goal. Or, but it's just don't give up, you know, no matter what changes in your goal, like your goal is still there. It just, you know, like you just took a, a turn, a small turn, you can say, or a big turn. But you always can head to the main road of your goal and your dream. So. I just want to hear you say Australia for me. Can you say it? Well, uh, the way I say it is Australia. <laughs> and I think just before showed that you were a real Aussie and you said Australia. I loved it. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell you're becoming Australian for sure. Like it's, yeah, I've always had those difficulties like you're saying the word Australia. <laughs> no, but that's where how everyone in Australia says it, Australia, yeah. all the native speakers. So you can yeah. see that you're picking up um, some Australianisms from everybody. And your accent, oh, my goodness, I can't believe you've only been here four years. It's inspirational and even – the you know you sound like you have a very good grasp of English and no. you, you sound quite um bilingual here oh. or should I say trilingual <laughs> I mean I've like I've worked very hard up for like you know, to improve my English well great well thank you so much for coming on the program and sharing your inspirational story thank you for having me it was amazing talking to you well have a lovely night thanks Sam thank you very much you too All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to kimslawofenglish.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.